I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So Michael Cole is the Grizzlies beat reporter, beat writer for the commercial appeal. You can follow him on Twitter at DeMichael C. He joins us now via the phone line. DeMichael, how are you, man? What's going on, Gabe? How we doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. New spot, man. Got you, got you in on the new show. It's been a, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks, and uh, once again, you know, congratulations to you. Uh, Appreciate uh, it, the five. Yeah, this is a this is a big big opportunity for a guy who who definitely deserves it. Someone to follow you for a while. Um, you know, you definitely more than deserving of this opportunity. So I'm looking forward to listening and uh and seeing you kill it. Man, that's kind. That's kind as hell, Michael. That's kind as hell. Uh, how much did you get to uh, take in All Star the All Star break this weekend? Yeah, I got to take in some of it. You know, uh, of course, you know, I tried to watch, you know, the events that the Grizzlies players in particular, you know, were involved in. So uh, I got to see a little bit of Lawson Jr. And, and, of course, you know, I mean, the All-Star game. I mean, that's, that's a whole other conversation. But right. the game, the All-Star event, uh, the All-Star <laughs> event, I, I tuned in to, to some of that. Yeah, well, you, I, I take it you don't buy in, by the way, to, to uh, Mac McClung saving quote, saving the uh, dunk contest? Uh, I mean, I don't think you can save the dunk contest. I think you can just kind of preserve it for for longer, you know, because cause Zach Levine and, and Aaron Gordon once upon a time saved, quote, unquote, the dunk yeah. contest. But then in the following years, it kind of got boring again. So, you know, Mac Bacone probably, you know, just kept us excited another year, hoping he or someone else, you know, kind of, uh, keep things going next year, but you know, I think with the dunk contest as we saw, you know, the course of the years, people keep looking for new things that you can do. Yeah. And outside of presentation, there's not much more that you can add. You know, you see players are adding more to the presentations. You know, Jericho Sims kind of got laughed at for <laughs> not he hit the dunk. He pulled the you know the fifty thing out. Yeah, it, it was torn. Like it was torn yeah. in the middle. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but you you got to hit on the presentation these days to kind of, you know, uh, to help these things, uh, you know, kind of preserve this thing going forward. Yeah, but he, here's my here's my question though. I, isn't it just for the dunk contest? Somebody's got to bite the bullet. So like a superstar has to bite the bullet and participate and make it cool again. And I I, I, Man, I we're, listen. We're too prideful now. Yeah, I blame it. Listen, I blame it on LeBron. I don't necessarily think he should uh-huh. I mean, do what he doesn't want to do, and he clearly does not want to participate in, in the dunk contest, never did. But I, I that that in itself set the trend, though, that we see, right? Yeah, uh, we saw Steve, Stephen A. kind of say that, and I didn't listen to what Stephen A. said yet, but, you know, just off of the title, you know, people saying Stephen A. blames LeBron, you know, for like the – you know, the superstars not doing the dunk contest, uh, I kind of get, you know, the parallel there. I'll, I'll never forget watching the 2009 dunk contest and LeBron super hype. He's like, preliminary, you can put LeBron James in the 2010 dunk contest in Dallas Stadium, and the crowd went wild. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I'm like, 
Oh, right. God. LeBron's doing – this is what we've been waiting on, right? LeBron did a dunk contest. But uh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen, and it kind of set a precedent. You know, he, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon did what they did. But even at the time of their careers, you know, they were young, up-and-coming guys. You know, Zach Levine wasn't who he's become to be. Yep. And Aaron Gordon now, you know, a big piece to this Nuggets team, he wasn't even that uh, yet. So it's it's kind of, you know, where we are. Uh, with this thing, but but you're right. Someone's got to do it. I mean, Jaw Jaw's the perfect guy, right? Yeah. And, the, and I don't about understand. It. I don't understand what you lose though, because even if you lose the dunk contest, just the opportunity, uh, the endorsement. I mean, now if you win, granted, it's it's you know a bigger deal, but uh, it's just a huge platform, and everyone everyone loves the dunk contest. And then, I mean, can you imagine if Zion now you know the recent word is he's considering doing it? So just Imagine yeah. if we get Zion and John Morant in the dunk contest. I mean, people would. It'd be the most viewed dunk contest of all time just because people are craving for this competition to kind of return to its old form. So, Bennett and I discussed this earlier, and I, I'm curious your thoughts about the All-Star game in general. And obviously we have a lot of people complaining, saying it's an awful thing and they need to, to fix things. And listen, I, I think that when it comes to Adam Silver and trying to make the game more uh, – you know, making it more exciting, more entertaining. Go ahead and make the changes you can. But when it comes to the All Star break, do you really do you think it's that important? Like in the grand scheme of things, like when we talk about the consumer that's going to consume the NBA, that's going to watch consistently, is it that important to to improve this All Star game the way the way it has been or the way it was this year, especially? Uh. I, I think so. You know, okay. it's a it's a big money maker. You know, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. You know, people are really going out here, and and what I'm thinking about is, you know, I didn't look at it this year, but I remember last year in Cleveland, like the ticket prices for Sunday mm-hmm. were, I mean, insane. Like, so uh, if people are going to keep paying top dollar to watch, you know, this game, I I, I think you know they're going to want to see. You know, like we used to see, like, remember there were a the couple possessions where, like, Kobe and LeBron would, would go at it, like, yep. full speed, like, me versus you. And, 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 you know, of course, late in the game, it gets better. But even in the past, early in the game, it wasn't as bad as – I mean, it was basically whoever had the ball here, two free points for you. Yep. And, and that it kind of, you know, you know, watered down the MVP thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Jason Tatum won MVP, but how many contested shots did he make? You know, yeah. like he won MVP because he shot the most. Yeah, like warm up jumpers. At the end of the day, you know, he was just the most aggressive player with it. Like I think someone said, you know, I didn't see this, but I think someone was like, he played thirty plus minutes, and you, you know, you you wouldn't play thirty plus minutes in an All Star game if it was you know more defense played and, and things like that. I mean, you could have played forty eight minutes, and it would have been the equivalent of playing ten to twelve minutes in a real NBA game. So. I think, you know, you need to do something to it, right? I Personally, I've been a big fan of, like, you know, even if it's a Saturday edition or the way the All-Star game went, it looks like it could be, you know, a Sunday thing as well. But, like, a one-on-one tournament I think would do super well, right? We yep. talk about who's better between all these different type of guys. Imagine, you know, uh, you know, a one-on-one tournament with, you know, Kevin Durant and LeBron James and, and, you know, Ja and, and other, you know, Ja Morant versus yep. De'Aaron Fox, right? Like, this is the stuff we want to see. Or, and, you know, Steph Curry versus Dame Lillard. You know, like, this is this is what we want to see. So, I think, you know, that would be fun. But, but at the end of the day, the game in itself can be better just by a little bit more effort. 
Yeah, and people talk about incentives. You're not going to find incentives to go pay guys who are on a hundred million dollar contracts. You just can't. Right, right. It, it just doesn't. It, it doesn't make logical sense. You know, and the one I keep seeing, Gabe, is you. You remember the MLB? MLB actually just went away from this. I think like maybe three, four years ago. Uh, you know, the MLB All Star Game used to be incentivized basically by the winner gets home field advantage. Yeah. In the World Series, so I saw some people say, "Hey, yeah. well, whoever wins, you know, to get." home court advantage in the NBA finals. And I don't know if that kind of moves the needle as much, you know, in the NBA. And, and I don't even know if the league wants that. Cause that's, yeah. a, I mean, the way, the way the NBA goes, the way, you know, each game is kind of devalued in a way when it terms to players, you know, prioritizing resting and being 100% healthy for the playoffs, that could be another reason where guys say, eh, well, all we have to do is win the All Star game, so we can we can sit out a couple more regular season games. As long as we win the All Star game, we will get you know right. a home court advantage. So, I mean, that's another way to look at it. Now, granted, listen, I I was one of the few who enjoyed that in the MLB. I haven't missed it though. I, I can't say that, but I, I do think it yeah. is a step too far to have like that type of of potential negative come out of the game where you don't get home court advantage if you don't win a, a exhibition game, a glorified exhibition game with, with a lot of the stars. But like I, I just don't I don't know if we need to escalate it to that point to make it interesting. I, I like your thought of a one on one tournament as well. I think there's something to that. Now um talking with DeMichael Cole from the commercial appeal, he's the Grizzlies beat reporter for them. Grizzlies come out of the all star break on Thursday uh at Philly then they're going to go in two days after that to the Nuggets. or no, They're going to be at home against the Nuggets, then the Lakers on that Tuesday, February 28th. What do you think, just generally speaking, when you look at this schedule, last 25 games, uh, how well do you think they can manage it, and do you think they can hold on to that two spot? So, in general, if you look at the schedule, it's not a super tough schedule by just, like, strength in terms of win-loss record, but it's a super important stretch. Because a lot of the teams that the Grizzlies will play are, I mean, direct. Like, look, the Nuggets, for example. Yep. We haven't seen, you know, uh, the Nuggets only once this season. i only seen the Nuggets once. So you got two games against the Nuggets. That's the number one seed. If you want to catch them, uh, both of those games will be very, very important. Uh, I think games like the Lakers, right, when I say the strength of schedule isn't, you know, I think the Grizzlies are around 20th. But the the Lakers, I mean, just roster construction wise, are are a much better team. Right. So you got two two games against that team, right? And then you just go down the list, right? The Clippers, for example, three games against the Clippers. The Clippers are finally healthy and they're making their push. Uh, Memphis hasn't played, you know, this healthy team. He got three games against Dallas, right? A division team, and you know that's that's three times you're going to play the Luka and Kyrie. Now, you know, Dallas Mavericks coming up as well so uh really important games because all those and of course you know two games against the Warriors as well that I failed to mention so the thing about it is when you look at just overall strength of remaining schedules the Grizzlies aren't at the top but if you think of it in the factor of uh most important you know schedule kind of remaining in order to keep that two seat in order to potentially jump into the conversation you know with the Nuggets or or however you want to you know look at it uh these games are very important so uh, this is a this is a huge stretch of games for the Grizzlies right now. As we we speak, they're five games behind 
the Nuggets, but they're three games ahead of the Kings. And, and not just three games ahead of the Kings, but four games ahead of the Clippers and four and a half ahead of the New Look Suns as well. So uh, a lot of changes on the way, but uh, this is a huge stretch for them. What do you think about Russell Westbrook to the Clippers? What, what are your thoughts there? Uh, I mean, it's marginal to me. Okay. Uh, it doesn't really make too much of a difference because at the end of the day, um, you know, I do think he brings some playmaking help to that team. But at the same time, you know, at the end of the game, the ball is going to go through Kawhi and Paul George. So I, I, I don't think, you know, um, you know, he's he's like the, the make or break, you know, thing to, to the way the Clippers uh, play basketball. I think he's just a nice addition. You know, Terrence Mann is the guy who's been starting, you know, lately. And, you know, you know, reports, some reports I think I saw kind of indicate that Russell Westbrook will get a starting spot, and that's who he'd be replacing. And I don't know. I mean, I I saw that game, the Clippers' sons, the other day, and Terrence Mann was hooping, man. So uh, I I don't know if you want to take him out of that starting lineup. So, if anything, it might be hurting some things over there. But, but, uh, you know, it's, like I said, marginal. He does give them that playmaking that, right. you know, I thought Don Ball kind of would add a little bit more of. But overall, I, I don't see, you know, the, oh, this is the move that's going to put them over the hump. But I've always been high on the Clippers, though. I still ha- I do think and I have thought pretty much the entire season that when they're healthy, with all the wings that they have and the versatility, offensive and defensive players, uh, they can, you know, they can make some noise. That seems foolish, though, right? Putting Russell Westbrook into the starting lineup there. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like he's sort of bought into the the bench role with the Lakers to a certain extent, and I, I think the Clippers, compared to the Lakers, he was playing on, especially with that bench unit, they're completely they're they're put together way better for Russell Westbrook to be a secondary playmaker when Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are off the floor. But to start him seems like a, a really a really foolish thing if you're if you're the Clippers. It, it could be damaging, and and you know, especially like I said, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George have the balls and have the ball in their hands so much, right? So, since those guys have the ball so much, and you have Russell playing off the ball, it's it's just you know, it's not a recipe for success. Teams are going to help off of him, uh, more doubles for those two guys, and Terrence Mann. I mean, I haven't watched you know a, a ton of him, but again, in that in that game against the Suns, the last game they played before the All Star break. Just watching the Clippers, uh, he was knocking shots down. Yep. And listening to the broadcast during that game, it sounded like he'd been knocking shots down, you know, lately. Like he's been really stepping up in that starting role. So uh, I think, you know, you, you bring him off the bench, he, he helps you a, a lot. So they got a lot of shooting, you know, coming off the bench. Guys like Eric Gordon, you know, Batoon and, and et cetera, you know, down the line. So he kind of helps in that role where they can space the floor and, and kind of let him be that, you know, OKC type. You know, point guard, but uh, in the starting lineup, I, I I don't see the benefit. Last thing for our guest, Michael Cole from the Commercial Appeal. The Suns, obviously, it looks like they're going to get back KD uh, relatively soon, uh, sometime either this week or next. Um, do you expect a, a meteoric rise when he gets back onto the floor? And also, when it, when, when it comes to the Western Conference, what teams do you think, when we're talking about potential playoff matchups, what teams do you think can bother that, that new new look Suns team? Here's the thing. I think the Suns are extremely good because of the way they're put together, right? Uh, you got a traditional point guard. You got two elite scorers in Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And then you got a center who, you know, can command some attention on the inside. Yep. So it's kind of like a tailor-made put-together team. But 
just looking around, there are a few teams, including the Grizzlies, who from a matchup standpoint kind of match up decently against them. I don't know, you know, what that'll lead to, but basically this idea, I think that the Suns, you know, offensively like, wow, who who has the, you know, the team that can guard, you know, a Devin Booker, a Kevin Durant, and, and you know, uh, DeAndre Ayton on the inside and contain Chris Paul. And I'm just looking around, and I thought of the Warriors just off the top of my head. Yeah. Just in general, the Warriors have Gary Payton second. So if they were to start Steph Curry and, and you know, in some closing lineups, they would use, what, Clay Thompson. Uh, they'd have Clay Thompson, probably Draymond Green, maybe Gary Payton second. You throw Gary Payton second on Devin Booker. Uh, you'd have Andrew Wiggins guarding uh, Kevin Durant. I think those are, you know, decent matchups, you know, where, where it's not a super, you know, we need to bring them help or they're going to get cooked for 40, you know, type matchups. And then, of course, you know, Draymond Green, just historically speaking, has held his own against, you know, centers like DeAndre Ayton, who aren't the most physically imposing inside of the paint. Uh, we've seen, you know, just bringing it back to the Grizzlies, Steven Adams has dominated DeAndre Ayton. Just go look at the past games. Yeah. He has dominated him, you know, just physically moving him around. And I think that's notable. You know, uh, Dylan Brooks will, will have to guard one of now. That, that's where, you know, there's a difference there, but I, I've seen in the past, you know, uh, the Grizzlies will kind of take advantage of having, you know, another guy like Jaron Jackson Jr., right? If if uh, Kevin Durant or whoever plays the four position will probably be in front of Jaron Jackson Jr. So you got Dylan, you got Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, you, you're probably going to have Ja or Dez guarding Chris Paul, which I don't think is a super, you know, mismatch, you know, in, in that term. So it's like there are teams who can kind of hold their own. Mm-hmm. Now, will you be able to, you know, the Suns, the way they're built, they're built so efficiently is, is I think, the difference between them and a lot of these, you know, quote-unquote super teams. You know, Chris Paul, mid-range assassin. Devin Booker, mid-range assassin. Kevin Durant, arguably the greatest mid-range shooter, you know, ever. Right. Uh, DeAndre Aiden, one of the better mid-range shooting big men in the NBA. So they, they can they can hit you at every level. And uh, that, that's you know, going to be tough, but at the same time, the Suns have a lot of questions they have to, to figure out. I mean, yeah. the easiest one is, is health, right? Yep. You know, we've seen Kevin Durant, you know, over the course of his career and lately in the last three, four years, and you know, Chris not Paul. be able to play. And, you know, Chris Paul is the biggest one in the room. And Devin Booker has been, you know, injured during their playoff runs in, in recent years, you know, uh, last year, the season before that. So uh, those are notable. And, and they have a lot of questions, but so I'm I'm hesitant to say, oh, you know, like a lot of people, hey, the Suns, they've won the championship with this move. Like, they should. Yeah. They should win the West. But uh, it's not a certainty because teams like the Grizzlies, teams like the Warriors, the Clippers too, because they have Kawhi and Paul George. Basically, if you have two really good defenders, you got a chance. And yep. if you have two really good defenders and you have someone who can hold their own against DeAndre Ayton, and Steven Adams has proven to do that. So, uh, you got two really good defenders, and you have you know someone who can hold their own against DeAndre Ayton. I think you have a chance uh, to beat the Suns. Yeah, yeah, and they have to get onto the floor and mesh first too, right? Like they have to get everybody everybody back on the floor and and, and working in, in in one direction here first before we really make our our uh, decisions about what they'll do in the playoffs. But DeMichael, always appreciate it, man. Thank you for joining us. Let's do it again soon. All right, no problem, Gabe. Appreciate you for having me, man. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.